Coming up this week, I've got a special interview with Sam Rabinowitz, co-founder of Driven and Driven Performance. If you have a Tesla or are interested in getting a Tesla, you'll really want to listen all the way to the end. Not everybody takes the time to dive into all the special features and benefits of Tesla vehicles. And I myself, even though I'm a self-professed geek for these things, I still find that after more than a year of owning a Model 3, there are still different things that I stumble across or or, uh, things that I didn't know were even there. Nobody bothered to explain it to me. Aside from listening to Tesla-specific podcasts or pouring over YouTube videos, there aren't that many resources to learn about what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, and there really isn't anybody that is going to sit down and teach you about what you're missing. Teslas are advanced computers on wheels more than they are cars, and sometimes that can get really confusing or even overwhelming for people that have been used to driving quote-unquote regular cars their whole life. And that's where Driven comes in. Driven is a company that specializes in teaching Tesla owners about the many, many features and benefits of their Tesla vehicles. They realize that there is a deficiency in training from Tesla when it comes to delivery, and that's through no fault of their own own Tesla doesn't have enough time to sit down with each individual owner potentially for hours to go through explaining everything. So that's why I'm really excited to share about Driven with you all and definitely wait till the end. I've got a special announcement as well. So without further ado, let's get right to the conversation with Sam. You're going to love this one. Sam, welcome to the EV Resource Podcast. I know we're going to get into a lot of great information about the company and what you guys do and what you're offering. But before we dive into all of those details, I want to give you an opportunity to just share with uh, the listeners and people who are watching this video about yourself, your background, and kind of what has brought you to where you are now. Well, thank you, Zach. I appreciate it. It's great being with you. Uh, I'm uh, actually a, a physician. I'm medical director at a rural clinic. And uh, one of my hobbies, if you will, is, is <clears throat> innovation and, and creating uh, new types of businesses to help people out. I've always been involved in trying to find something that's needed and uh, being able to create something that helps people have a, a better, better life, uh, enjoy life better. And obviously, safety is very important. Sure, sure. So, Talk to me about your role with Driven now, but then also kind of where that started and how that all came to be. Well, it all started when I got our Tesla. It actually, I've always wanted Tesla. So the way to get that is to get it for my wife, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so um, we live in a rural area, so we had to uh, make a decision, either either drive to Portland, which is about five hours north, and pick up a Tesla in Portland, or they can deliver our Tesla to our house, but there'd be really no instruction at all. It's always good to get some instructions, so we decided to make a trip of it. We took a train up to Portland, and we picked up a Tesla, and it was it was a really neat. Uh, we got in, you know, walked in with our suitcases from the train. Train. We took an Uber, obviously, to the dealership, and uh, you know, sat down. Everybody was very nice, and. Uh, uh, finally, we were called by our by, by our advisor and uh, and signed the paperwork over. Obviously, you know, I got to take care of the financials of things, and he uh, showed us a few things, set up our phone, you know, showed us how to uh, basically uh, 
get in the car and and how to uh, just uh, get started. I think it was about 15 minutes. My wife says it was about five minutes. But either way, um, I told my wife, okay, here you go. You can just uh, take it out. And she says, I'm not driving this thing. <laughs> and uh, and so, so okay, I, I went ahead and took out, took the first two-hour shift and and uh, drove it and you know, drove it just like a regular car. There's no there's no difference uh, uh, as far as I knew. I, it just drives like a regular car. I knew it had all sorts of things. We actually got the full self-driving package. So I was really excited to, to try that as well. At the time, it was only $6,000. Now it's $15,000. You know, it was still a lot of money. I mean, $6,000 is you know, quite a big chunk. But but either way, um, so so I went ahead and, you know, just got kind of got used to it. And then we stopped in Eugene in the, in the way. And I told my wife, okay, it's... It's your turn, and uh, actually, the way the train works is, uh, we left a car, our car, one of my my car over there, and it was a forerunner, you know, like an SUV, and um, and so I told my wife, okay, I'll drive the forerunner, and now you can take take the rest, take it home, and she would she wouldn't she wouldn't do it, <laughs> and so she drove my forerunner, which she's never really driven, and and you know, was more comfortable driving my forerunner than Tesla. And so, you know, during those two hours, I really kind of played with it. I was by myself, uh, you know, she was kind of following me, but, you know, basically I, I had free reign and I played with all the gadgets and tried all the things on the go. And, and uh, you know, I got, I got fairly comfortable with it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I, I'm, I tend to be an early adopter. I tend to uh, go on the edge a little bit and try, try new things. And, and so I, I was okay with it, but I found that my over over the next six months to a year, my wife was still struggling with it. And even when she put it on on, uh, on autopilot, um, she kept breaking breaking the the autopilot. Uh, not breaking it, but I mean, it's uh, it's disengaging the autopilot to to uh, you know every, every every corner. Sometimes it kind of freak her out as the car turns or the truck next to us and so on. But uh, I really didn't think anything of it until I was with a colleague of mine, and and we were we were going down, and I was I was telling uh, telling her that uh, about the car, and I was really excited about it, and you know she said it kind of looks complex to me, and I said no, you know it's just like an iPad, you know you can learn how to how to uh, use an iPad fairly easily, right? I mean it's just you just kind of figure it out as you go, <clears throat> and she said yeah, but this is my life. We're talking about my life here. I'm not going to learn this thing while I'm going to go. And, you know, that's where the light hit. You know, I, I said, you know, with the experience of my wife struggling and, 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 you know, me, I, I didn't even think twice about it, you know, for a year or so, you know, I could figure it out. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there that, that, you know, sh that, you know, it, it takes a little more than that. And uh, so we realized that there's a, a true need. There, there's a need for, for instruction and, and Tesla used to give two to three hours of instruction to people from what I understand when they first started out and uh, then they got busier and 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 when we picked it up uh, it was about three years ago now um, you know by that time there was absolutely no instruction driven is is a, is an education company that teaches people on a one-to-one -one basis we, we bring a and what we call a driven advisor to you or you meet up with them and uh and you go through a beginning course we have an advanced course when we have a full self-driving course we even have uh a uh a uh 
course, which is really not a course. It's just uh, kind of uh, somebody who just wants to get acquainted with the Tesla. It's just an introduction to show them that we can pick them up, drop them off at a different location for half an hour, 40 minutes, and just show them what uh, the Tesla is all about. And uh, and so uh, we have that. And, and just in the last few months, we've started uh, driven performance, which uh, entails teaching people how to do performance driving, uh, as well as different safety maneuvers, uh, all the way up to uh, driving on a racetrack. Okay. And, See, now uh, you're talking my language. Because <laughs> okay. I like to go fast and have fun. And um, especially with Teslas, I know uh, while I haven't had experience on track with like the Model 3 Performance or even the Tesla uh, Model S Plaid, I know people who are setting records, especially in California, with those vehicles. Um, so you piqued my interest, mm -hmm. but I don't want to focus just on that quite yet. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit further on. Um, I, I need to tamper down my excitement a little bit because <laughs> most people that are looking at needing help, I guess, is a good way of putting it. Or, or I'm not sure if help is the best word, but maybe some guidance and the ability to lean on somebody who is an experienced Tesla driver and ask questions and be shown things that maybe they wouldn't uh, have known before. That is your big focus with Driven, is that right? Absolutely, I mean, our, our goal is to be the resource for, for any any questions, any, any issues that people have with Tesla. We actually also have an advice line so people can oh, get, get online and they can, they can text and even uh call with uh chat with with one of our advisors very and cool. so yeah that's, I, I that's precisely that. it yeah so essentially you you saw this need for an educational component and i'm sure you looked around like you were saying on youtube or wherever else and didn't really find the precise tool to fit the the purpose of what really you were running up against. So how long has Driven existed? I mean, has this been going on for the last three years since you got your car or? No, it took us a good, uh, well, a year until I even, even came up with the idea and then a, about a year in development. And now we're going about a year now. Okay. So All right. yeah, it's still, still a very new company and, and uh, we're still getting the word out. And I really appreciate you, uh, you helping us get the word out. Oh, well, of course, of course, I, my mission, not only personally, but also professionally when it comes to EV resource is really to lean on the educational side of things. Now, typically I'm brand agnostic, so I'm not focused on only one brand the way Driven is focused only on Tesla, but I found that people really don't know what they don't know. And I, and I guess that's the exactly. biggest thing is that yeah. people get scared because they're running into something that is just so foreign and i've found tesla vehicles especially to be so incredibly different from every other vehicle that i had ever driven before uh to the point where we've had our model 3 for a year and a half now and i'm still learning new features or little quirks that like you said tesla does not tell you these things our car we basically picked it up made sure that the phone worked and we were on our way. I guess what they could do or what they can do at this point with how busy they are getting with deliveries. 
Right. Uh, you know, what I say is I say that, uh, you know, a Tesla can be driven like any other car. I mean, you can just get in it and you can just, you know, don't worry about settings and driving, but it's not meant to be driven like a regular car. It, it's a whole different fundamental uh, uh, vehicle. It's a computer on wheels. And uh, and there's so, so many settings. There's, I think I figured out like something like 500 settings and indicators. And that's not even the combinations of settings or or the different tips of how to how to do things a little quicker to get to where you need to get to quicker or what you want to do if you want to do something. So uh, so there's a lot of important settings, including safety settings that a lot of people don't know about, uh, and they don't have time to really research it. And I think in two hours we probably cover what somebody would spend a good fifty hours on YouTube trying to figure out. Sure. Uh, so we save people a lot of time, and and it's important. I mean, this is this is something that that is that that you take on the road, and and you can really get in trouble with it if you don't really know what you're doing. So Driven has specific courses that people can take, or um, I guess curated content of things that you go over with new owners or existing owners is that right yeah right we have a curriculum we put together and we link you up with an advisor a local advisor and we're right now in 10 about 10 states and uh, we're looking to expand so we are looking for for new advisors in different states and and uh california uh oregon washington and nevada is where we started so that's where we have our most concentration we have advisors in Colorado and in, in Florida and in, in uh, Virginia, uh, which is where where you met Brad. Uh, he's our regional director that uh, runs our our area um, uh, business there. And uh, so we we're more hands on, person to person, sitting next to you and teaching you the old fashioned way, you know. And uh, and and it's really helpful to have somebody next to you to show you uh what it is that don't know what you don't know i guess like you said there's so many things that are 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 available in so many different ways even from what i call one pedal driving to no pedal driving um and you know uh it's been really a transition uh of 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 different it's a different way to experience your vehicle Mm -hmm. sure so I want to touch on the advisor standpoint. I mean, you said that you are looking to expand and grow that. If somebody is a Tesla owner, they're experienced with the car, very knowledgeable about it, uh, and they would want to look into possibly um, being an advisor that's available with Driven, what does that process look like? What do they need to do? Are there like minimum knowledge requirements that you guys ask for? And how do you kind of pick who gets to be that uh, role within Driven? Right. And so, um, you know, we look for experienced people, people who've had Tesla for at least a year and enjoy enjoy teaching. And, and a lot of people uh, do that anyway. They teach their friends and so on. So, it's it it it's part of you know join join clubs and all sorts of things because because uh, that really is uh, what people are attracted to and because there's you know so much that th- those are great resources to have and so uh, you know we're looking for somebody who's who's got that kind of an experience that is into teaching people 
We're looking for, for obviously people who have good work ethic and, 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 and really are, are present themselves as advisors and can represent the company well. And so what you do is you just get on the site and you, you just apply as an advisor. Uh, you'll see on the menu, there's become an advisor. You can kind of see that right there on the top of the menu. And you just fill out a very short application and then our regional directors will, uh, will contact you in your area and do a short interview and then we have a test actually to kind of pass it's a it's a very basic test uh, but just to know that you're really uh have have some understanding of what goes on and then we have a training process to, to go along with that um so we definitely want people who are are well suited for it and who uh have the background the ability to to provide the proper instruction and are the advisors volunteers or is that something that you guys are actually uh, incentivizing them on a financial basis? Oh, yeah, it's a it's a financial basis and we we share percentages. Uh, so they get the the lion's share of, of the of the revenues that come in. We have a, a base price that we recommend, but they can actually set their own price. So let's just say somebody's got a great following who's an influencer, they may hold a higher price, uh, you know, to be able to to have people who were just dying to be with them and, and take lessons from them, all the way to just, uh, you know, every, everyday people who want to maybe just work spare time, part time, or even full time. And it's very similar to Uber in the sense that that you just link a person who, who we call them clients, a client will We'll look up in their area who's who's an available advisor. They can see what um, what types of courses they teach and what they charge, and then they sign up with them. Uh, we do have the ability to give percentages and incentives and so on, so advisors can give out uh, you know different different incentives as well. Well, that's really neat. So you you started to kind of talk about that process um, where somebody, if they are looking for an advisor. They would go to the web page, search for an advisor, type in the the location of where they are. Like, for example, I'm in Richmond, Virginia, so I would type in Richmond, Virginia. What would I see then after typing in Richmond, Virginia? So you'll you'll see a list of advisors that are in your area, uh, depending obviously what area. Some areas we don't have advisors yet, so that's where we're looking to open open up more advisors. Uh, but uh, some areas we've got maybe four or five or six different choices, and you can. You can select uh, who who you're comfortable with, depending on what they're charging, depending on their background, um, depending on, on the ratings, and so on. So the clients can rate the advisors. Just uh, you know, like I said, very similar to uh, Uber or Airbnb. It's a it's a peer to peer type of a, an application that we developed uh, specifically for this. I like that model because it is very transparent and allows people to really give feedback in a public way, not just feedback to you guys that I'm sure you're very trustworthy. Uh, my experience with yeah. companies in general uh, is that you don't necessarily want to allow them to hide behind the curtains. You know, you want things to be transparent. Um, so I like that. And I'm sure people really appreciate having the ability to rate their advisors um, do you find that a lot of people are coming back uh, for repeat courses? Yes, I mean we got, like I said, we got the beginning, so and then advanced, and and then full self driving. So those those are the main courses we have. 
And uh, yes, I mean, certainly people will uh, will want to learn more. And, uh, you know, there's only so much you can cover in, in, a, in a two hour span. Um, sure. And our full self-driving course is a three hour course. Okay. Uh, and because it, that involves more, like I said, learning new driving skills and driving uh, in, intuition and instincts. Sure. And we all have driving in, driver instincts. We can kind of see something's coming and we know, we know that we need to do something. And, and yes. those, those are very different when you're driving full self-driving. Yeah, well, I mean, what I know about full self-driving is from talking to people or watching YouTube videos. And I can tell there are a lot of situations that uh, while I might be comfortable allowing the car to take corrective action or make its own decisions, I would imagine a lot of people that are, are not used to even autopilot would intervene before the car even gets the opportunity to do so. Like, right, exactly. And so you learn, you know, depending on obviously what your driving um, style is and, and what, you know, where you're at. And if you if if you have a routine that you always follow, you learn when it can do really well and when you need to take over before it does something stupid. Yeah. And uh, and and it's almost if you think about the old uh, uh the old cruise control it's um it's like you just you know when you when it didn't have the the assisted uh technology that slows you down when the car in front of you slows down right so so you're kind of speeding up in a car and you know you better take over right i mean so so it's it's a very similar thing and the, and the taking over is just as easy and just as quick sure uh, as, as in cruise control so that's those are the things that you you really adapt to and and that's when I talk about developing the instincts, those kinds of instincts to kind of know, well, you know what, here, this this corner here doesn't look like I want to I want to really chance it with with full self driving. So I'll, I'll take over. Yep. Uh, some people have have the ability to, you know, to give it a little more you know, to let it to test out what it can really do. That would do. be me. <laughs> uh, that's that's me. And my wife goes crazy when I do it. But I said, you know, I just want to see what what it can do here just hold on honey i can i've got control don't worry <laughs> if something happens i i can control it uh but but i just want to see how it can behave in this in this situation and um and so and that's kind of what we learn and so we build a foundation uh for people so that they have that foundation to work with when they're on their own and that's a really good point because I don't I'm not sure if risk tolerance is the best uh, way to put it, but you're going to have people that their vehicle, they want to learn all of the capabilities as well as the limitations and will often take that vehicle to its absolute limit to know where that line is. Uh, that would be yeah. me. <laughs> but then there yeah. are other people that are like, nope, I never want to go there. I never want to find out. Um, and in many ways, I have always found, aside from being the most fun, that finding those limitations is also in many ways the most safe. Because if you and your vehicle are in an emergency situation where you have to react to something that is not your usual, you know, day to day driving habits, that if you aren't familiar with the limits of your vehicle, that's when you cause an accident, run into somebody else that is causing an accident or have uh, trouble 
because you aren't aware or experienced with what the vehicle can or cannot do. Precisely. Right. And so you want to experience as much as you can, obviously staying safe. I mean, that's critical. You want to make sure everybody's safe Yep. And, uh, and, and, and stretch the limit a little bit so that you can know what, what it is that you're capable, what it is that Tesla is capable. Like, like I said, it's your co-pilot. And, and the more you know about your co-pilot's capabilities, the more comfortable you can be. Sure. So I got to ask, because when I first found out about Driven, my initial reaction was, really? Like, are there really people that are going to be wanting to, to sign up and pay to learn about their car? Um, I had a lot of skepticism. Um not quite cynicism, but skepticism where I'm going, I don't see the market for that. I see the need for it, but I don't see the market for that. Uh, so I'm curious, it, am I completely off base? I mean, is there just a line of people waiting around the block to to sign up and, and learn about how Tesla's work? Uh, no, I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. In many ways, um, uh, we don't think uh, as adults that we should take a driving course. <laughs> I mean, that's even insulting in some ways. Um, you know, teenagers take a driving course and they pass it and then that's it. You know, I've been drive. driving for 20 years. I'm an expert and, by now, right? <laughs> precisely. And, you know, um, you know, we've had people that purchased uh, gift certificates for people and they oh. never took the course because and we find that that is one of our roadblocks. And that's that's the message we need to get out there. It's not the same as as taking your driving course. We don't teach people how to drive. We teach people how to use this technology, and and it's a whole different system. So so that's that's really the message that we have to get out there, and that it's okay. And and you've got a new technology, you got a new computer, you know, you want to learn something about it. You want to learn how to use this program well. You want to understand if you need to use Excel. You want to learn the basics of Excel sure. and and Word and how to do certain things, and not just kind of flop around and figure it out as you go because that takes so much energy and so much time and 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 just like what hit the light bulb to me was the fact that this is your life and this is the life of other people that you're dealing oh, with yes uh, there's really no reason not to take a two-hour course you're spending you know what fifty thousand sixty thousand dollars you can't spend a couple hundred dollars and a couple of hours to to really learn how to how to use this thing and that's you a know? great so, point who do you find is your typical client? Are they uh, in a specific demographic usually, or do you find that you have people coming to you from all walks of life, all um, economic status, different age groups, or do you find it to be very, very focused that you have the kind of the same type of people reaching out all the time? Well, obviously from an economic standpoint, test lessons, we 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 specialize in Tesla's down days. You know, it's a higher higher obviously economic standard. You know, not too many people, uh, you know, that are in lower economic standard unfortunately can afford these vehicles at this point. Which, you know, hopefully one day that will be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but but it has it really has to do a lot of I think older people in the sense that uh, that gotten the Tesla, uh, they don't know what to do with it. We know people that have actually returned their Teslas. Because they didn't, you know, it's like they didn't get any instructions and they hated it. And oh man, my wife is a great example. I mean, she loves the Tesla now, 
But it, it took her so long, and if it wasn't for me, that Tesla we would have, we would have returned the Tesla. Sure. Um, so, um, so yeah. So, so I think we're we're in that arena. I mean, um, but uh, people from all backgrounds, in a sense, um, uh, I, I think it's just a matter of. I, I personally, I believe that everybody should take a course. Uh, th- there's no reason not to. Um, so, so we're still, you know, trying to from make sure we get the message out in the right way to make sure to let people know uh, this is not about learning how to drive. This is about learning how to use a machine. That's a very, that's very intuitive. And mm-hmm. I think Tesla takes that approach to, yeah, it's so intuitive. You can get in there and, and do it, you know, but there's so much you're missing out on. And, and there's so much that you should know <laughs> before you actually, you know, take the car on the road. Sure. Um, so, so, so that's the approach we take. And I wanted to say one one other thing is we're focusing on Teslas, and that's our, our niche right now. Uh, but our, our goal is to do all electric vehicles. You know, Tesla is now eighty percent of the market of the the electric vehicles, and Tesla also has the technology, a certain technology that's a little bit ahead of of, of other EVs at this point. And so, um, so we were able to uh, because of this structure of the uh of the community and and being involved with tesla clubs a lot of people we can really find advisors that are that are really excited and willing to teach people how to use the vehicles um where other other electric vehicles are not quite set up like that yet but they will be and so we our goal is to to be able to work with all electric vehicles and that was the question I was going to ask. So I'm glad that we we kind of touched on that. Um, so not right now, but eventually as the the other vehicles kind of um, you might have a need for that more with the other vehicles, especially I would imagine um, companies that are like Tesla, not using a dealership model where they might not just have a lot of one on one time with the vehicle. Um, like with a salesperson to be able to get all the information that they might want. Are people typically coming to you after purchase where they have their own car and the course that they're taking, they're using their own Tesla? Or do you have people that are wanting to know about the cars before they purchase and don't have one yet? And if that's the case, then what what do you guys do at that point? Yeah, so so we've got people that call our advice line even before they purchase Tesla and uh and ask us uh, some questions about that uh, I, our goal is to to meet up with them as they receive their vehicle if it's at the dealership at home wherever we want to meet up with them right away that's our goal sure. um but at this point because it's hard to get the message out uh we don't know who those people are that are just purchased tesla we don't have a you know tesla is not offering us a list of, <laughs> of, 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 of those course. clients uh so so they a lot of times they don't hear of us until they start researching more on, on how to learn this and they look up certain uh you know certain influencers to learn about certain things and then they somehow hear about of us so right now we're 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 reaching people mostly after they purchase their tesla and they're already starting to really get into it and and want to learn more and more because pretty much i know i did i had to listen to hundreds of hours of YouTube video to learn all the different functionalities. Uh, 
that I learned out and, and I still do. I mean, there's still a, a few things here and there that I've got to look up here and there. Uh, new features that come on. I mean, I, obviously I read all of the latest uh, updates and about mm-hmm. the updates and everything like that. But sometimes I, it's not that clear. <laughs> so I kind of listen oh, to yeah. a video of somebody, somebody who's kind of demonstrating what, what this is all about. Yeah. Well, Tesla keeps changing the cars, you know, do, um, yeah. what was yeah. it? Not, I think it was last year, the big holiday update where the UI changed. I had yeah, to relearn how to yeah, find everything. It was, I mean, it was frustrating, but then also kind of exciting because it was new. Um, but I, I imagine that there will never be a, a point where somebody can't learn something new about the Tesla that they own because the company changes things so frequently. Um I would imagine that creates a little bit of a challenge for your advisors as well, because they have to constantly stay on top of all the changes and the updates and everything as well. That's absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our manuals and everything, I understand it's version 11. It created a big, this is just kind of when <laughs> this first, first actually uh, took off and, and, and all of a sudden everything was different. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and they really made a complete user interface change and, and, uh, and so, uh, you know, basics are still the same, but 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 it, how to get to places were a little bit different. I think it took me a and, week to figure out how to f- pull up the tire pressure again. <laughs> yeah, ex- well, exactly. Yeah, they used to have cards, you know, if you remember cards, and mm-hmm. and now they don't have that anymore. So, um, uh, but yeah, there's plenty of things like that. I mean, uh, just as an example with me, uh, you know, when we got our car. Um, it took me close to six months to figure out that the mirrors, you know, when you go in reverse, they kind of tilt down and they show you kind of the, 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 the floor, if you will, yeah. rather than, and it's just something I wasn't used to and I hated it. And, and it took me, it took me six months to figure out how to, how to stop that. Interesting. <laughs> how to make it so it doesn't have, it doesn't do that anymore. I prefer that because then I can see the curb and make sure I don't hit it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a it's a personal preference, but yeah. I, I just I, I mean I'm I'm a little older than you, and I've I've had maybe you know forty years of driving, you know, so I, I'm used to just uh, just regular mirrors, not to look sure. the, on on the ground for you. So and that's fine. I tried to get used to that. I just don't. So everybody's different, but but the reality is, it takes sometimes unless some unless you know who to ask or what you know what kinds of things. There's just so many things like that. That's just one example of so many things that, yeah. that that you might not know that it's even capable of doing. And I imagine there's a decent number of people that might not like something about their car. Like, we'll use that as an example with the mirrors that tilt down when you put it in reverse. Right. They might not know that you can turn that off, and they're not going to be curious enough about it to search YouTube videos or whatever else, or, or even maybe complain about it at all. They just in the back of their head go, I hate this. That's that's um, the way it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and so then they have something about their car that could be changed, but they don't know it. And therefore they don't like it. Um, that is a really great point. And, and I think, yeah what you're offering is one of the very few ways that would address kind of that uh, uh, subtle situation that people might have because th- they don't know that it is changeable. Once again, they don't know what they don't know. Uh, and there's so many of those things. 
I remember the first time that I had a friend that, uh, you know, I was in the car, the car, you know, automatically locks, right. As you're in there and you're driving. And then I, I, I drove up, uh, and I had a friend who was going to get in the car in the driver's seat. I mean, the passenger seat. Right. And I didn't know how to open the door for him. I didn't know how to unlock. I didn't know how to unlock the door. I mean, it's just—it's a simple thing on the screen. You know, it's just—it looks like a lock, right? And it's uh, and and I just didn't know. You just oh, you just have to touch that, and it opens the door for them. Uh, I remember learning that as well, and that's something so simple as unlocking your doors. But if you haven't fooled around with it enough, you don't right. know. I have uh, a friend that uh, took a car for a test drive. Uh, at a, a dealership or uh, and uh, you know drove it just like a regular car for half an hour drove it back and it took him 10 minutes to to finally leave the car because he didn't know how to turn it off because you don't you don't <laughs> exactly <laughs> you don't turn it yep. off. You just walk away and it just shuts out yeah. automatically it's just, and so uh, you know things so many things like that and and interestingly enough it was a friend of mine we actually had him take a take a course afterwards, so he actually got another test drive with with an advisor with him. Sure, and it was such it, it, it was such a difference, obviously, to take a test drive with somebody sitting next to you than than just taking it for a drive. You don't know what to do. You drive it like a regular car. And it's, yep. It's- Before we kind of call it quits for this, I definitely want to retouch on the performance and track driving and everything. Um, I feel at home mostly when I'm on a track. I mean, that is my favorite place to be. I've got my playground 45 minutes north of here, Dominion Raceway, that actually Wednesday I'm going to be spending a decent amount of time over there testing some of the uh, uh, Hyundai and Kia and Genesis vehicles. So I love the idea of helping people learn how to track their Teslas. I think that is brilliant. Um, in fact, as I kind of alluded in the very beginning, I get more excited about that than the other stuff. It's important. The other things are awesome, definitely important. But talk to me more about that because that isn't something that's listed on your webpage, at least that I saw. Yeah, so this is something fairly new that we've developed. Uh, it's called Driven Performance, and we do have a website called drivenperformance.com. And uh, uh, it's still um, – it's very similar to our other – uh, uh, site in many ways, but uh, but this is something we're just kind of rolling out. We we partnered up with a uh, professional race car uh, instructor who is a NASCAR uh, former NASCAR uh, driver, and he headed up the uh, the National Corvette Museum for over ten years uh, in in uh, Kentucky, and uh, um, really great guy. As well as we uh, took on uh, a new CEO, uh, his name is Arabian Prince, OG Arabian Prince. Um, if you're into rap at all, uh, you'd know that uh, OG Arabian Prince is is a legend in in uh, in rap. He actually started the group called NWA, and uh, he's also an avid race car driver. And he, um, I met him through another. Uh, business that uh, my, a friend of mine was in and talked to him about what we we're doing and he just absolutely fell in love with it and uh, and so we joined up forces and he's actually heading up uh, this this uh segment of our of our company cool cool well yeah. as that 
continues to evolve. Uh, I'm definitely interested in keeping up on uh, how that's going, the progress, and and certainly, um, you know, if if I, I could probably spend another hour asking questions about that, I won't. <laughs> but, but, if we can do another. If you'd like, we can do another segment. Uh, maybe I'll bring Arabian Prince on as well. You know what? Like do that. I will take you up on that. That definitely okay. sounds like something that uh, I could really get get into um so to kind of tie things up for today um is there anything that we haven't really touched on that you feel is very important to include um i think just uh the the messaging for people to understand that that there's there's no nothing to be embarrassed about there's no reason not to take uh a a driven course and uh and that uh it'll only enhance your experience in every which way whether beginning or racetrack i mean so our goal is to have uh the first zero emission carbon neutral racetrack in the world so that that's kind of our goal with the raven prince and uh we've got some very interesting concepts on on how we can have a specific racetrack for electric vehicles all electric vehicles Oh man, we got to talk so much more. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, um how can people find Driven? I mean, certainly if they're watching the video, they can see that it's spelled differently than the word Driven would be. It's D R I V Y N. Um what's the best way for people to to reach out and explore either if they are interested in becoming an advisor or if they're searching for an advisor? Yeah, both. Uh, if you're interested in becoming an advisor, you just go on the site and and you uh, sign up as an advisor, and and that's uh, I think it's uh, in the top menu, fairly easy. Or you can scroll down and it'll talk about that. Uh, so very simple process. Just sign up, uh, create an account, and uh, uh, one of our uh, directors will will get a hold of you. Uh, if you're interested in becoming a client, it's just easy. Go in there and just uh, look up find an advisor. You just put in your zip code, and you'll you'll be able. To, if we have advisors in your area, you'll be able to find an advisor and uh, uh, and be able to just uh, sign up with them and and set a place to meet. And and there you go. Make it very awesome. simple. Awesome. Well, Sam, I want to thank you for your time and, and coming on the podcast to share this information. Um, I have to admit, um, my perception and and certainly the way I was thinking about Driven as a company has changed dramatically over the last 45 minutes. Um, well, you know, I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and so I think one of the biggest things, and you've mentioned it a couple of times now, is messaging. So right. um I'm going to I'm going to definitely revisit this in my head quite a bit because I think there are definitely ways that um, I would want to help with that as well. So okay, we certainly appreciate that and uh, really enjoyed meeting you and uh, and spending some time with you. And uh, and I look forward to uh, to do some more. I hope you all learned something valuable from this conversation with Sam. I know I definitely did, and I had mentioned it to him during the conversation, but I really want to emphasize that before talking to him, I just didn't get it. 
And now I really understand what they're trying to accomplish. And the special news, seeing as the mission that Driven has is directly aligned with my own, both personally as well as professionally, to educate people about electric vehicles and help really push the transition to sustainable transportation, I decided to start the onboarding process with Driven to become an advisor here in Virginia. So that's the exciting news. I'm not listed on the website just yet as of recording this last part here, but I do expect to be available for the Central Virginia region soon. All right, before I end the podcast, I do want to touch on the question of the week. Last episode, I mentioned that it looks like Toyota is starting to shift focus and put more effort into building full battery electric vehicles in the coming years. Can they turn the ship around or is it too little too late? Well, 80% of you responded that it looks like it is too little too late, leaving only 20% agreeing with me that they will get their act together and be a dominant force in the EV space the way they've grown to be in the automotive space generally. Christopher Lawrence adding a lovely comment, TikTok Toyota. Uh, (laughs) Got your point across there, Chris. I love it. Uh, For this week, naturally, there aren't a number of topics to choose from, but I want to know what you think about Driven. After listening to this conversation, are you where I was in the beginning, very skeptical, where you just don't see the value that the company is bringing to the marketplace? Or are you convinced like I was, and there is a definite need for further education, more in-depth instruction with Tesla's vehicles? So as always, go to patreon.com slash EV resource. I'm going to have the question of the week pinned to the top. You do not have to be a Patreon supporter to respond to the poll and leave a comment. But something I learned this week, you do have to have a Patreon account. Super easy to create one. You just need an email address. And I think that's it. It's been a while since I created my own. I went to check out the poll just anonymously, not signed into Patreon. And I realized, yes, you do, in fact, need a Patreon account. But once again, you don't need to spend any money to do this. It's completely free, and I value your opinion. I want to know what you think. Additionally, if anything is on your mind, either a question, comment, or something in response to uh, what you heard today in this episode, or honestly any episode, you can always reach out to me via email at hello at ev-resource.com. And I do want to remind you that I am accepting audio clips, if you will. So you can kind of call in uh, to the show, if you will. What I want you to do is record your voice using the voice recorder on your phone and keep it to 90 seconds or less, just in the interest of time. You can send that in via email as well. But ultimately, I really want to get back to a more interactive experience with this podcast. So I want to hear from you, whether that's your voice or text, send me an email and I would love to read out your question on a future episode. Before we end this episode, I want to thank our Patreon supporters, especially Rajiv Narayan at the director tier, Christopher Lawrence and the Andy Cooper at the executive producer tier. And if you enjoy the podcast and feel like I've earned your support, the best way to show your appreciation is through Patreon. Tiers started only $5 a month, and in exchange for your support, you get a lot of really cool benefits, including ad-free episodes of the EV Resource Podcast and access to the monthly Patreon Zoom call I call our water cooler chat. 
If you enjoy the podcast, I ask that you share it with some friends and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen. And if you want to go back and listen to any of the previous shows, you can do that on our webpage, evresource.com slash podcast, as well as on any of your favorite podcast platforms. I have now taken the collection of deals and benefits from different companies and put them on the webpage. So if you go to ev-resource.com slash deals, you'll find a list of affiliates, products, services, things that I've kind of started to collect that I believe are beneficial, that offer a lot of value, and maybe you'll find something that is significantly relevant to you. So that is all for this podcast. Thank you so much for being with me, and I'll catch you next time.